let's talk about the hospital for sick kids. And let me remind you, you can donate by going to Newstalk1010.com. That's the easiest way to do it. But I get it. Not everybody's computer friendly. Or you can call 1-877-798-KIDS to donate. And I've actually got a friend in studio who's going to be able to do those numbers for you. She memorized them, which is way cool. Uh, but first, I want you to meet uh, Marie and Charles Hooper. And Ashton is here in uh, in, in Dan. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> can you say hi? I Ashton. Yes, your name is Ashton. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Marie, let me ask you um, where you're, I keep coming back to the word, but I think it actually applies even if it's kind of Oprah-esque, but where did your journey with Ashton begin at the Hospital for Sick Kids? Yep, so we were Mother's Day 2016 and we um, were rushed to the hospital with um, a seizure. So Ashton was three months old. We ended up spending um, the next three months and uh, at the hospital pretty much mm -hmm. trying to figure out a diagnosis. Um, so we lived there that his, pretty much for his first year. It really ambushes you, doesn't it? It was totally unexpected, um, but uh, we had like amazing care um, and amazing support around us. Um, but we really, really, really was unexpected for sure. <laughs> And what was the diagnosis? So Ashton has Dravet syndrome and a very rare type of epilepsy and an intellectual disability and a, a myriad of um, other health conditions. So we pretty much see all the specialists um, at SickKids. Okay. What mm -hmm. kind of uh, regimen or treatment did that involve? At the time, it was the ketogenic diet. So a very um, specialized diet through G-tube um, in his stomach. Um, so we really needed to be monitored very closely for that. We were titrating medication. So we were being followed by neurologists and all different sort of um, teams um, and a very, very, very uh, structured and strict diet was really the thing that we needed to be in hospital for. Ashton is six years old and uh, his sister Sloan is here too. Hi Sloan, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. And you're nine, right? Yeah, I'm nine. That's a pretty good age. Is it your favorite uh, age yeah. so far? Yes. Yeah. Um, you have, I mean, normally we put a piece of paper in front of somebody and say, can you read these numbers for us? But you memorized the phone number? Yes, I did. Okay, you want to tell people what it is? One eight seven 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 nine eight kids or go to Newstalk1010.com today and donate to sick kids. I could go home. I <laughs> <laughs> Memory like a steel trap, this one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> kind of an interesting aspect to all of this, uh, Marie, is that uh, your father worked for us here at Newstalk1010 back when it was CFRB, mm -hmm. and you used to work the phone bank for the uh, for the radiothon. It was the best. It was one of my best childhood memories. We used to have the old phones. We my sister and I used to come in on the Sunday every year and we'd answer the pledges and we'd run to my dad with the pledges, the donation forms, um, and it was just it was just the best time. Well, and it kind of closes the loop, doesn't it, to have done something like that and yeah. and then find yourself and your family leaning on the hospital for sick kids for support. I think about that a lot actually. Um, our my cousin was the first uh, cystic fibrosis double lung transplant um, re receiver um, of a donor um, back in the 1990s and uh, sick kids was was the place for it and so we were very connected to sick kids early on as a family um, and then my sister and I sort of continued in our in our childhood and being part of you know all the radiothons and things like that um, prior to having kids my husband and I our, our bonbonier gifts um, at our wedding was sick kids donations like we just have really kind of come around full circle. 
And yeah. Charles, can I ask you, um, something we've touched on in a lot of our interviews is, you know, most of our experiences with hospitals are, you know, just like spot welding. You know, when I was a four-year-old, I broke my leg and I went in, I got a cast, I went back, I got it off. But for your family, it's it's a, it's a facet of your lives, the hospital for sick kids. Yeah, that's right. Um, as Marie alluded to and you pointed out, it's a journey. This is something that we're, we're going through now and we've been through for six years and we're going to go through for a very long time. Um, one of the things that Marie mentioned, which is always top of mind for us, is it's a community. Like you, when you're when you're in there for as long as we were, you get to know the people and the nurses of that place are the lifeblood. So you see them every 90 minutes and then they become your friends and there's emotional connections. Um, with Marie and I as well, there's the tie to the foundation. Um, they've they've allowed us to become part of their world, and it's honestly it's a it's a way of coping and dealing with this is getting involved. And the foundation has been incredible. Okay, Sloan, I'm gonna ask you to do those numbers again because you're really good at this. One eight seven 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 nine eight kids or go to newstalk.1010.com today and donate to sick kids. Are you always good at memorizing things? Do you have a really good memory? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Marie, if I can kind of touch on something that Charles was saying, it's the whole aspect of the community approach and so many of the parents have told me about especially the nurses and how that's kind of a lifeline. Like even when you don't have a hospital appointment and there's no need for anything, but you've got a question that you can call in and somebody's working the case. Always. Always. There's always someone to talk to um, and very much an open door approach with all of the clinicians um, and staff at SickKids. We have never felt with our, we have never left with our question unanswered and we've never felt like we don't have the answer um, when at home. Yeah. And for stays, there's also this this aspect of making sure the family can remain intact as much as possible. So one of my best memories um, and one of the hardest years of our life was around Christmas time. Um, and yeah. we were in hospital for a month at the time and we thought we were going to be spending Christmas in hospital. And we got a, a visit from one of the child life specialists at the hospital who said, yep, we're going to go downstairs. Mom, you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet. I was very stressed. Mm. And they had decorated an entire room to look like a, um, like a toy store. And I got to go down with my tickets and choose a gift for my daughter who is a part of our family, not in hospital, and my son, and they gave us coffee and they had wrapping, a wrapping station and it felt very much like um, it was a gift. And I remember just sobbing and crying uh, because I thought I was gonna miss that part of Christmas for my, for my kids. Thanks so much for this. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's the stories that are going to make the difference. And Ashton, did you like your visit to the radio station? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> He's a doctor. He's a doctor. I know. You're wearing a lab coat, aren't you? <laughs> you're wearing a doctor's white jacket. you got a syringe there and everything. <laughs> yeah. And Sloan, we can't finish without you doing those numbers one last time. one eight seven 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 nine eight kids or go to Newstalk1010.com today and donate to Seconds. Thank you very much. I'm glad to, I'm glad you came along today. I'm glad to have you here. Thanks. Marie, Charles, Ashton, and Sloan Hooper, all live in studio. <laughs>